How are you brainwashed? Hive. Fans, brainwashies, I have something huge to announce, and that is that Jenny Donheiser and I, Nicole Spezio, are doing a live version of the pod. Saturday, July 29th at 9.30 p.m. at the Green Room 42. We are going to be doing a live ep, babe. You're going to see little games, little things, a guest even. Come on out to see the show. (laughs) You're going to love it. I can guarantee it. Money back guarantee. Just kidding. Love you. Bye. Hi, Jenny. Don Heiser. Hi, Nicole Spezio. Welcome to another episode of How How Are Are You Brainwashed? Brainwashed, Our podcast that we host. We said each other's names this time. You know, this is our famously 21st episode so let's get weird oh my god our 21st episode i think so yes 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 so you know let's start trying some stuff let's keep experimenting with the form absolutely uh babe but what's going on with you oh my gosh well really so as we said last week we spent a gorgeous weekend in vermont at our friends ari and sam's beautiful wedding and that was all great I did have my own personal journey, though, (laughs) that sort of has been a saga. I would say that as we were driving to Vermont to go to our wedding weekend, I bit into a piece of homemade beef jerky and my front tooth fell out. (laughs) And... It was actually, you know, it's a crown. So that tooth has already RIP'd. So it wasn't like, you know, my actual tooth, I think, which would be worse. But my full, you know, my front crown fell out of my mouth. And so I immediately was like, okay, great. So I'm going to a wedding with no front tooth. That's a nightmare. So ultimately, we did stop at a Target and I bought Fixodent as if I was (laughs) 80 years old, uh, which is okay to be. I used denture cream and I put my little tooth back in my head. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to wear a mask at this wedding. Like, I'm like, what will I have to do? So thank God the community did not have to see me without my front tooth. I really tried to see it. You asked no less than three times, Nicole, please show me. Nicole, please show me. I did not want to show you. Yeah. And I understand (laughs) what it's like to be curious. And I think keep that spirit, keep that playful energy. But uh, I did not feel playful in that moment. I was sort of like, my tooth is out and we're going to a wedding. Please stop asking to see it. Yeah, I can acknowledge it was the most sensitive thing for me to do. (laughs) And I understand to ask to see it. I understand, of course, a first ask like, yeah, we're all curious people. (laughs) Even a second to be like, all right, well, maybe the first time she didn't really. I kept thinking you would change your mind. Yeah, you did. And and no means no, Jenny. (laughs) Ultimately. So you didn't get to see it. I did show my husband and he did have a look of horror flush over his eyes. So (laughs) maybe that was the wrong decision. Yeah. So I went and I saw my dentist today when we got back in town. Yes. And and did he he recrown it back in? And so now I have my teeth all in working order again. It was a real moment of car panic. I would say we were in a minivan with a total of six people. (laughs) Shout out to the community. Driving to Vermont when this occurred. And I think that minus me asking you 
three times to mm-hmm. see it and your husband maybe having a slight <laughs> meltdown about it. <laughs> you know, I'll say our driver's Megan and Nat and he probably handled it the best. Yeah. Megan probably as per usual the best. But we got you to that Target and we got you a fix it in and you went in that little Target bathroom and your tooth looked exactly the same as it did before. I think you need to tell everyone like how well though that I handled it. I'm. I. That's sort of what I meant. You really were very chill about it. Thank you. You just did some googling, and then you talked to a telehealth dentist. I did. I made everyone be quiet while I <laughs> in the car called a telehealth doctor who said, "Yeah, sort of. It's fine." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, great." Yes, you were very calm. Another person who potentially likes to make things about themselves or likes drama would have really capitalized on sad moment and made it a whole issue. Uh, I'm not saying any, not not anyone in particular, just a type of person. Not on mic, but off mic, <laughs> who are you saying? <laughs> There's a personality of person that mm-hmm. would have a tantrum, I would say. But because we found a solution relatively quickly, if I had to go through the weekend without a front tooth, I don't know if my vibes would have been as Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I really think in a crisis, you've got to sort of just wait to see how bad it's going to be. And then you can calibrate. You don't need to go to zero to 100. Yeah. You need to say, hey, can I get my tooth back in my mouth with my own hands? Can I go see a local Vermont emergency (laughs) dentist? Like, what are my options? So that's sort of in my journey. I hate teeth stuff. When I found out that actually teeth stuff is genetic and not my own moral failing that kind of has freed me up but still i just have a lot of trauma around teeth yeah i I got a million cavities all the time and i want to be clear i'm brushing i'm flossing yeah again it's not my fault but uh it's my shitty parents shitty teeth's fault (laughs) yeah i I relate i have bad gums the dentist has often told me that (laughs) i have bad gums but it's not my fault and i appreciate that the dentist says that if you were still single, that could be your dating profile. Bad gums, but it's not my fault. <laughs> that would be on my next, if I was on next. Remember how they would list <laughs> yes. three facts about themselves? Absolutely. Bad gums, but it's not her fault. <laughs> Loves queso. Um, okay. Well, babe, what's going on with you? And while I was also at the wedding, okay, but your right? tooth come out or sort of what happened to you? It was really a joyous event. Weddings are nice to just have time with the community. And it's kind of like doing a little play where you get to make friends for the weekend. It's like going to camp, you know, and you're like, weddings are camp. You're like, here's someone I don't really interact with that often. And now I'm seeing them here and we get to have a little nice moment. And then we're here, you know, we're at the various events. Mm -hmm. And then we all, you know, never see each other again. We all come together for an intimate moment. Where we watch two people sort of join their lives forever. And then we dance till we break. We dance so hard at this wedding. We dance so hard. I mean, hard. We, we as a community love to dance hard. And that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I wish that there was more places we could go dancing in the style of a wedding. That didn't require us actually going to a wedding. Mm. Or going to like a club. Why can't clubs be wedding music? Why do clubs have to be James Kennedy and like DJs? Mm. I guess we could go to a club with wedding music. I feel like we could find that. I don't know if once we're there, you're going to like it. (laughs) Graham wanted to open a bar called Reception. 
that was just a bar that played wedding music and um just the electric slide over and over again till we die. <laughs> I pitch that every hour on the hour they do shout. Ooh, okay. Well, definitely, certainly not. You're not an investor in this project. <laughs> they didn't do shout. Did you do shout at your wedding? No, I would not do shout at I, my wedding. I and did shout at my wedding. Not only did you do it, you want to hear it every hour. It's a crazy <laughs> thing to say. I don't like when we have to, oh, and now we all are going to floor and now we're screaming i just i think that's fun and that's good for you and if you did shout at your wedding more power to you listener but i just don't need to be told what to do <laughs> it was the only instruction dance yeah. that i allowed no electric slide no no cha-cha slide cha-cha no macarena. macarena yeah none of that styling i but. don't i don't like to be told what to do yeah. And that's my whole thing. So you wouldn't invest in reception bar? What if we took out the shout every hour on the hour? What if just at midnight they did shout? Okay. Well, here's the thing is that music is very visceral and sort of if I hear a song I don't like, that makes me cross. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you cross? Yeah. If I hear a song... <laughs> Across your song, I don't like. So, like you know, when they came and they were playing Mr. Brightside at the wedding, you know, with all due, I know that I'm in the minority, but like that makes me cross. I, (laughs) I only want to sort of hear what I want to hear, and that's not good for a community experience. So he like, so I don't think I would invest in reception because. I'd have to hear songs like Shout and Mr. Brightside and yeah. I don't want to. Right. I hear what you're saying. But then you would also get like, you would always get, want to dance with somebody. You would yeah. probably always get like Kiss. You would get Uptown. <laughs> See, and then now you're me again. Gone. See, and then now, now I'm cross again. <laughs> cross again. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I would like to go to a place where I like the music for dancing that isn't house music that isn't i guess gay bars i guess i just need to go to gay bars but also i don't want to insert myself into a gay bar so straight (laughs) where can we go where we're not being touched and where we're not taking up space yes where are we to go i guess weddings is really sort of where we're supposed to go where are we to go Where are we ever to go? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Please, someone open a bar where straight women can go that we don't take up space, but we can dance Lady Gaga and no man will try to touch our tatas or vivis. And maybe post the night's playlist on Instagram before (laughs) we go so we know if we want to go or not. Nicole can decide (laughs) if she wants to go or not. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'm excited for our guests. So let's let's, let's do it. Let's bring our let's bring this icon legend dream in. Well, I am beyond thrilled to have my muse. Uh, uh, my muse. Exactly. My other mother. Cute. You know her iconically if you are a millennial from Doug. She is the voice of Patty Mayonnaise. We all grew up with her. 
obviously Yoga Jones from Orange mm. is the New Black, an iconic actor of the theater, the stage, the screen. A legend. Let's just, a legend. Let's just say the, the word. Part. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, the L word is legend. <laughs> <laughs> The Elward, she is an absolute legend. You also may know her no. from all of my short films. Yes. <laughs> Mama well, that's Jane. what got me on the map. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's kind of the last one. Lob. Yes, lob. Another Elward. <laughs> yeah. Legend and Lob. Please welcome to the pod, Constance Showman. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's thank you for having. Me. Oh my God, thank you for We're coming to my so literal lucky apartment. to have you. Well, first of all, I would do anything with you because and I, I love think it. you are a creative genius, <sighs> and you. and I would even a podcast you would do in Brooklyn. Yeah. Even come well, to Brooklyn, I didn't know how far it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> said, kind of regretted that. Well, I, at the last minute, I thought. Oh, I wonder if it's too late to like zoom this. Like, where is this? <laughs> and but I got here. You know what? I actually really like going to people's homes. Yeah, because I end up to be the host for everything, mm-hmm. and everybody comes to us, and I don't get to see how other people live, and I and I wanted to. And this is how the youth of Brooklyn live. You're seeing yeah. it now. The youth, very generous. <laughs> I, I like that. The mid thirties. I know what is young. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard to say. Well, young is like getting younger yes. by the minute right because it used to be 20s sort of ruled and now you feel like 12 13 year olds are deciding kind of what's relevant and mm-hmm. what's not yeah and the generations are getting shorter and shorter like i you know my kids are 23 and 26 and they feel like just old old people. totally <laughs> next to 16 year olds and then 16 year olds feel old next to 13 year old yeah so you both are kind of like like <laughs> senior citizen <laughs> thank you <laughs> wow yeah thank you this is how the senior citizens of brooklyn live here in railroad <laughs> apartments in Greenpoint. <laughs> that's right well i actually i don't mind telling my age so i turned 65 Congrats. And that senior citizen thing is so gross. Yeah. It's like, I don't want it. Yeah. Get it away. I don't want to pay less for things. <laughs> pay less I for took, things. It's good. I Take know. the discount. I know. Everybody's like, you've earned it. Yes. I'm like, Shh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I have not earned it. And I don't want to earn it. But it's really weird how all of a sudden that starts just coming your way. And totally. it's like, yeah, I don't want that right now. I also feel like the same the way that the young is getting younger. I feel like 65 is like not a senior citizen. 60 is a new 40. Absolutely. Well, I don't know when they, I don't know who decided something was senior citizen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Arbitrary probably in the past. Yeah. I mean, maybe, well, people didn't live as long. Right. They should bump up. So maybe 65 was really when you were on the way. (laughs) Right. Right. I guess, right? I don't know. But not in 2023, certainly. Definitely not now. (laughs) Definitely not now. Maybe in the past. Yeah. So maybe that's why it was like, but yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I've told everybody. <laughs> so that's exciting. Great start. That's a good way to go. Yeah. Well, we have some questions for you. You traveled all the way here. To Greenpoint. To Greenpoint. So we got to ask so you some questions. You some questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ask away. Wait, well, I want to ask you. So you have worked with Jenny multiple times. Yeah. What are your feelings about our beautiful Jenny Donheiser? You love her so much. <laughs> Well, the first thing I did with her was Mama Jane, mm-hmm. 
and I really like the script, and I really like to be offered something. <laughs> Absolutely. So show ready had my you heart. You liked her. Yeah. You know? And it was, I can't even remember, was that your apartment we were in? No, it was, we rented an apartment from a woman who owned a townhouse in Ridgewood. Okay, because oh. it was a really cute apartment, and whoever did those, sometimes you don't know what set decoration is, totally. what somebody's stuff. But, right. And I really liked the script, and I thought, I liked you immediately. I love that. And then, I think I didn't know that you actually had a scene in the shower. <laughs> I also showed you and my nipple. I, I know, you did, oh my gosh, you did. I forgot yeah. about that. And I they it cut ran it in out. the family or something in the script. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, um, big nipples you, run in my family. Oh yeah, and you, <laughs> you did right you what did you know. Show, you showed me and several. I showed that, you and odd. the crew my the nipple, and it didn't in, make the cut. And then so you it, sort of did it for nothing. The um, director decided in the cut, in the edit, that it was distracting <laughs> and that right. it actually wasn't helping the story, but ultimately hurting the story. So they did <laughs> cut my nipple out of the short. Right, right. But that was sort of like. Uh, you know, it was like an opening to it's a crash a course. Long French, yes, <laughs> or whatever. Connected yeah. forever now. <laughs> That's yes, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was strange. And then the <laughs> next thing was something craft. What was it called? Mm. Crafter life. Crafter life. <laughs> that was very. That was unusual situation yep. too. Yep. But it's very funny, and we were making. Oh gosh, what, the dream catchers, dream catchers. right? Mm. So that opened up a whole new world about dream catching for me personally. <laughs> and then the last thing was, yeah, all about hair, lob, and well, all um, about hair. So, yeah. You played a therapist. Yes. And I, you know, I have been in therapy. So I felt Same. like I could fit those shoes, even though I've got to say that I was in therapy for, and I don't mind telling this story. I went to circle in the square for two years, professional mm-hmm. theater training. And my first year, the second year, they decided if you were worthy to come back based on a lot of different things. Oh so God. not everybody had the two-year program. And so at the end, the scene study teacher said, nobody else wants to bring you back for the second year. However, I do because uh, like I was terrible in voice and movement, all that stuff, but I was really good in the scene stuff because I'm a pretty good actress. So anyway, so they were like, but you're emotionally frozen on stage. So I'd like you to see somebody. (laughs) Whoa. So I started seeing somebody he recommended, which turned out to be his boyfriend. And so I went (laughs) for 10 years. It's going to be a conflict of interest. Isn't that amazing? But I loved him. Oh, yeah. So it all worked out really well. I mean, you know, it it was really just kind of, I don't know, gossiping with somebody Mm -hmm. for $100. (laughs) Pay someone to gossip with them. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We've all done it. Right. We've done it. There's no embarrassment, no shame. Um, And now it's like $200 to do it or even more. But... Yeah, yeah, I stopped when there. the prices sort of maxed mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, yeah, it's a necessary. I think acting school actually made me want a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. made it clear that we needed one. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. I got recommended it in acting school for sh- for did. sure. A therapist. Oh. Yeah. Well, did they give you a name? I went to the NYU therapist. Absolutely. <gasps> what? They're like, get her in. <laughs> get her talking to somebody, and it was good. Yeah. Do you think that is some sort of pyramid scheme? <laughs> 
<laughs> but Whoa. you go to acting classes and then they're like hooked in to some sort of therapy services. Hmm. I don't know what it happens. It would be a great MLM for sure. That is the right two genres to sort of <laughs> team up. Right? Yeah. Because you go there and they're trying to make you very vulnerable and sort of knock you down. Yeah. So that you so can go can to their up. husband and wife's therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uncovered a huge ring here. I mean, yeah, if, especially if the, the the recommended therapist is a boyfriend or related, you know, maybe he was benefiting. Yeah, I mean, he actually turned out to be really good. I was just lucky. But that is, I don't know, acting classes. Um, was with somebody the other day that said everything is a cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything yeah. is a cult. Yeah. yeah. And I think acting classes sort of fall certainly <laughs> certainly For sure that has come up i would say quite a bit on this one is that right <laughs> yeah so i'm not walking no this is a safe space to talk about that we this met is... in acting school so the idea that somebody anybody that's in a position of power mm-hmm. is already set up and and actors are so like tell me i'm amazing exactly so you know I'll pay more to hear you say that or just for a moment when Mm -hmm. I'm on doing a scene. And then you go out after. Sometimes everybody's like, let's go out with acting teacher for a drink after a class. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just sitting around hoping. I know. It's very... See Odd. me, love yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. validation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Nexium, they were all actors. They were all like... Uh, yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. And actors that apparently had some money. <laughs> yeah, Because that truly. was not cheap. No. To join that party. <laughs> I mean, that's probably why Scientologists target actors, right? Is like, they have There's got a lot of money. Money to be... I mean, that's the whole point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the next thing with those scarves, those were weird. <laughs> you know, I am not, yeah, I'm not somebody that joins and mm-hmm. I can smell things, I think, a mile away. Mm-hmm. And if somebody is going to bring me to a place where people are wearing different colored <laughs> sashes around their <laughs> you're <laughs> out. You're like, this or is not if, for me. No. Yeah. Or like if volleyball is involved, as it was in that particular. So much volleyball involved in Nexium. Wow, and I, I gotta say, I I like volleyball, so oh, I would be a prime oh, target. He would have been a target. I like to get out there. <laughs> it's easy when we watch these things, and we, I mean, like I'm sitting here saying that I wouldn't fall for any of that. But I tell you, there was this thing. I don't know whether it's still in existence called AIP. Have you heard of the Actors Information Project? No. So that was going on in the '80s. And I had a friend say, we should join that. They tell you how to get an agent. They know everything. And I'm like, they know everything. Then why are they teaching? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was like, I was in the school of thought. I'll try anything once Mm -hmm. for that one particular day. (laughs) And so the idea was you had to get there at 6.30 a.m. to show how dedicated you were to the profession Uh and all of this. And um, I was out. <laughs> that you, you said no. No, like I didn't even get that far. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not for me. But, you know, somebody was running the show saying you're, you know, send picture postcards, follow up with these calls. 
your headshots are terrible. Yeah. And we're all like, you know, you know what you're saying, apparently, mm. based on what? There is just, yeah, a desperation of please tell me what to yeah. do. I'll give you whatever money I have, anything to listen to you. It's sad. It's yeah. a bad combination of the type of person that wants to go into acting and the type of person that can take money and rip people off. Yeah, we're we're a vulnerable bunch. We're a vulnerable bunch. Well, I know, and and very smart, powerful people can, you know, they mm-hmm. sniff that out. Yeah, and it is it's really sad. But the three of us are here. We're empowered people. <laughs> yes, we would we never fall for anything. No, need that. No. Now, did your kids right. go to acting school? Because they're both actors. Um, they knew that was no way to go. <laughs> That's, that's incredible. That's You're like, I did it. I'm not going to do it. You shouldn't do it. Well, okay. So neither one of them went to college. And my daughter actually dropped out of high school and got her GED. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that's it? Right. I mean, I wish I had gone that route. Because, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't, you know, my parents were like Tennessee. It's like, you, you know, you got to finish school to to do what like I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> right but they you know when you grow up it's like a family business and and you grow up with your parents doing that and so they knew they didn't really need a college degree for that mm-hmm. so when it came to studying somewhere I think my son tried the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and mm-hmm. dropped out after like a month or two and then Gus, my daughter, she was trying all these different acting classes just to meet people. Yeah. She wasn't interested in what the teacher was doing. So she would go for, I'm sorry, Gus. She would go <laughs> for like a couple of classes. She was always like the dropout after two classes <laughs> because there wasn't anybody interesting in the class. So then she'd go find another one. And then drop out. And so that was sort of smart. She shopped. She was shop not even for acting class. She was shopping for the community. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the community is probably one of the best benefits that I got out of acting 100% school was like all of the, the friends, friends that we made, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, she didn't hang in there long enough for that to have. She mm. was sort of speed dating through acting <laughs> classes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know what? She's on Broadway right now, so it didn't hurt her. I know. I <laughs> saw her off-Broadway at BAM in the sign over yes, Sidney Burstein's window. Right. It's so cool. I know. I know. I think it's been very challenging. It's a hard it's a, part. It's a hard part, and it's very hard to come in the last 20 minutes of a long play. Yeah, she comes in right at the end. They talk about her the whole time. Oh, like, this uh-huh. is a character we're waiting for, and then she comes and has, like... Very dramatic 20 minutes. So that's a, you know what? She'll tell you about it when she's on your podcast. (laughs) I would love to have her. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'd love to know what she's doing back there. She's reading. She's looking at her phone. She's worrying. (laughs) She's just worrying. Oh, yeah. She can't really relax. Worrying. Yeah. Yeah. You're just being like, well, you know, when you're not on stage until late, you're you're trying to stay in Uh the, you know, and so if you start reading or you're doing Sudoku or something, (laughs) you're not. You're yeah. so not where you need to be. Yeah. So to try to keep yourself in the game. Especially if it's like a big, hard yeah. kind oh, of, Oh, gosh. You it's, know. There's, it's so difficult. And you're 
listening on the monitor and you're just trying to like, it's, well, she'll tell you. Okay, It's great. very hard. Yeah. And she gets to kiss Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I know every night she gets to kiss Oscar. Can you so believe that? I, I very respectfully, that sounds lovely. <laughs> that sounds I mean, like a really great opportunity. Is, <laughs> that's something she will always have. Nobody can take that away from her. That's and true. Take, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a price to pay though to do that. You know, she's it's you have to do the show, and this is. It says months and months is a long run. Yeah, mm-hmm. to go from off Broadway, and then I, I heard from Taylor run. Williams. She said that like it was such a fast. Oh, it was like three was like weeks. A, a very fast opened. turnaround. Yeah, wow. yeah. And you know, long runs of shows are um, they're like amazing, and it's just like a curse. Right. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm in a hit, and then it's like, oh no, I have to do this hit. <laughs> Yeah, every night, and yeah. and then you're trapped. Yeah, you're you have the of... want of the like. I want it to be successful, and then when it is successful, you're like, okay, what's the okay? okay so now, now I, just, I have to I stay it. here, and yeah, now I have to keep going. Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, yeah. looking back through your bio, I, I knew this, but had forgotten that yeah. you originated a part in Steel Magnolias, and that went on way longer than I should have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you transferred with it. Yeah, that went on. I was uh, in that over a year, year and a half. Wow. And, and And I was, you know, I was young and I was thinking, this gets back to one of the things that you said about brainwashing or something. But the idea that you have to stay in something until you get another job, mm-hmm. that's the brainwash. Totally. Because... No, you don't. (laughs) Or you're going to lose your mind and then you won't get another job because you have lost your mind. But I stayed in there a long time and, you know, finally did leave not having another job and then got another job. So it was like, but that went on longer than it should have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a lot of... You, you start losing it a little bit. Mm, yeah. And I wasn't the only one. Yeah. There was, and she wouldn't mind me saying this, there's the actress, I love her. She's still around and still a very good friend. And she played the mother. Her name's Rosemary Prince. And she was, a lot of the show, you're under the hair dryer. Some of the people. Oh, I right. wasn't, but some of the women were. And she had a script on her <laughs> lap or something pretend i think she was maybe she was pretending in a ma- you know it was in red book or something right <laughs> some sides maybe for something That's she so was learning lines for something else and saying it out loud and it'd be like somebody's talking <laughs> she was accidentally but, saying her yeah, sides you know, she out was loud. under the dryer you know and she knew she had a long time before what she had to do which is hard yes when you're on stage and you're like you have to stay alert but you don't talk for like 25 minutes you're under the dryer and she was like you know she needed to learn those lines yeah <laughs> i mean yeah she had time she's like how do i get out of this show where i'm under a hairdryer for two hours i need to get it's, out that's very hard to be your mind starts wandering yeah and, totally. you know yeah but the thing about steel magnolias is um you know they made a film out of it and right. we were not being considered for the film 
That was made clear very early on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, that's another brainwashing thing. If you do the play, you're the, you're the uh-huh. original movie, TV. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> and so, but every movie star came to see the play because oh, they right. wanted to do the film. Totally. Right. So we had everybody there. And Betty Davis came, was on Whoa, the front gosh. row. Betty Davis. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> There's no one bigger as far as I'm concerned yeah. than her. Yeah. And she was teeny, teeny. And she was on the front row. And then we got Elizabeth Taylor. All of these amazing people. Whoa. So Dolly Parton came amazing and came to yeah. see it. And then she ended up doing it, right? And about four or five years later... I got a call to do something with her, a series that she was doing, and she remembered me from the play. Wow. So, you know, there was some, um, you know, why they were all going to take our parts and go to Hollywood with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know. Right. You get to work with a Dolly Parton, the legend, the icon. That's, she says, and as huge heart, oh, huge heart. That's so Like cool. as wonderful as you think she is. Mm. Wow. Is what she is. Yeah. Such a star. She's... I mean, and while you are in her world, yeah. she's very present with you. And then the show's over. And then that's what it's got to be. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, hardest worker of all time, I feel like. Like, doesn't stop working. Yeah. And is like the nicest person. Incredible. Ever. Yeah. And so she's just a big heart. Yeah. Did you grow up loving her as yeah. a Tennessean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, I haven't been to Dollywood. <gasps> Neither have I. Yeah, you, this could be road trip. <laughs> oh, my God. Road I'd trip I'd love to movie. see that short film <laughs> is you two on the way to Dollywood. <laughs> and then not getting there. Oh, yeah. wow. And yeah. just it like a, ter- a terrible vacation. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Something really <laughs> gotta go to a Six Flags. <laughs> we instead. run out of snacks <laughs> or something horrifying. <laughs> Okay, writing it now. (laughs) Chip emergency. And then we have to go back, and it was like this a pipe dream. But yeah, no, I haven't been there. But there's amazing places in. um, I'm from East Tennessee, so incredible places. Yeah. That, you know, Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg and, you know, all these piney flats, (laughs) all these amazing places that look like how they sound. Yeah. Piney Flats. Uh-huh. Okay, we're filming our next yeah. short in Piney Flats. See you there. On the way anyway. to get to Dollywood. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, but that's, that was the longest running thing that I've ever done. And I, I yeah. Yeah, that's so, I so I, well, I can't imagine. I've only done like a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I too can't imagine. Even if you love something, even if it's the best, yeah. most fun thing, like yeah. at a certain point. It's not. Yeah, right. Because your husband, too. I saw him on Broadway. Oh, he the did humans the humans for forever. very long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wasn't human anymore by the end of that. <laughs> he really wasn't. Well, they also, not only doing it here, they did it in London. Oh, and my God, he, really? They did a tour. He didn't do the tour, but they did the L.A. end of the tour uh-huh. thing. So there was a lot of human going on <laughs> yes yeah two yes. years i feel i don't know it's my guess 
Yeah, he was a very emotional human. <laughs> oh, very yeah. long time. And it's hard because you're manipulating yourself, as you know. Yeah. To get to a place and to go do that night after night. Yeah. Your body it, doesn't know it's fake. No, like right. Your body so, is still having the exactly right. experience. So you are still going through it, even if your mind is not totally. But yeah, if you have to do something upsetting, like you still are feeling yeah. all of that. It's hard. Yeah. And it's a strange, it's a very strange profession to play around with your feelings like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you prefer a theater or you prefer a TV? Oh, definitely theater. Yeah. I mean, TV you want to do so that you can survive. Right. TV is about the other, the director and the editing. And you don't get rehearsals and you're always like a deer in the lights. Uh And, you know, and waiting for somebody just to push you over there. That's where you belong. That's where you go. And so I always feel completely unprepared. And if you're lucky that they take the time to give you more takes on whatever, you know, but mostly it's, you got to hurry and do t- and move on, check right. the gate and move on. We yeah. don't have time. So you don't really get the opportunity to try stuff. Right. Even though it's a different team that's working towards the same show, there's some, I don't know, theater, because of the rehearsal process, yeah. you are. Yeah. You get a community, you get a rhythm, right. you get to learn. Like, it's just, yeah. You're connected. You're all, like, rooting for the same. Mm-hmm. Thing. And it's also, you know, theater is scary, too. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't mm-hmm. get the second mm-hmm. take. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, I hope what I'm supposed to say comes out of my mouth. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether you both have stage nerves or. I do. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I do, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're like. I mean, one time I was like, oh, my gosh, do I remember how to speak? And are words <laughs> going to come? It's not just are the right words going to come out. Is anything going to come out? Yeah. Like, Because you start hyper-awareness of how things are happening. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you can start, yeah, freaking yourself out. Yeah. Yep. So nerves. You know, and, and the nerves on TV, I think, maybe are less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just like. Uh, am I in the? Am I standing in the right place? Well, <laughs> is anyone yeah. going to get mad at me? That's always why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot more people there yeah. to start getting upset, mm-hmm. and you just but yeah, yeah. Now we've we've dabbled on over the question of how you were brainwashed. Yes, but I'm going to formally ask you now how I was brainwashed. Gosh, there's so many brainwashing thoughts. And I could do theater or brainwashing because we've touched on that. And I can do parenting brainwashing because mm. there's a lot of that. And the 20s when people tell you it's the greatest time of your life. And Ooh, that's, that's a, a good one. That's mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one I was going to talk about was the brainwashing that eating raw vegetables is good for you. Because <laughs> oh my, <God>. my <laughs> stomach... <laughs> We, we, yeah, that one. But I, I would just say the myth that, because I have two kids in their 20s, 
that the belief that that's the time when you're older, you're going to look back on and be like, that was the time that was, you were young and free and easygoing and life was, you know, the best time of your life. And it wasn't. Yeah. And I don't feel that's true. And I think for people in their twenties to know that, that it's really hard Mm -hmm. and you're trying to get any kind of traction you can get and you're trying to you don't even know who you are you know and then you're going to other 20 year olds to hell and you're everybody's just <laughs> sinking and pulling each other down because <laughs> they don't know either and i'm not saying that i know anything now either because i don't i'm a senior citizen but <laughs> Pretending not to be one. <laughs> but um, I think that's the big brainwashing thing. Like, and I'm watching, and I keep saying that, my husband does too, to our kids. You're not going to have anything figured out at all for years. <laughs> so this is really a hard time. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, totally, especially the way that they market it is like, okay, at 18, you're an adult now. You are done with school. Well, that's the you go, and it's so biggest brainwashing thing right there. Right. You're an adult at 18. Not even close. Yeah. You're an idiot. I was an idiot till 28 at least. <laughs> like, it's. That's not right. But, and it's yeah. not right. Yeah. But the way that the world works and the way that. I don't know, health insurance and the way things are financially set up that you are an adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go forth. It was really refreshing hearing you say that your kids didn't go to college and you love that. (laughs) Because I feel like there was so much pressure on our generation or like, uh, I really never like considered it an option to not go. Yeah. Like I was just like, that's that's what I do. That's what people do. Well, the college thing is number one brainwashing. Yeah, totally. Yes. You get a degree and what? Right, right. You have a degree. That's what you got. Mm -hmm. And you have student loans Mm -hmm. and your degree doesn't really mean very much. And in the arts, I don't know. I just think if you want to be an artist, I feel like school can kind of kick the joy of it Mm -hmm. out of you. So I was very conscious of that for them that was sort of my experience i would say was i left not sure what i wanted to do you know i felt a lack of yeah the the, whatever it was fulfilling for me in high school when i loved it and i was like i want to make a career in this when i left college i was like i don't know if that's still fulfilling that right need or void or whatever i was trying to fill well something must happen there where Whatever you thought also was special or unique or some sort of your, I don't know. It just, it all of a sudden feels like if you don't fit into one of those Mm -hmm. ensemble characters too, if you're not a leading lady, if you Mm -hmm. don't fall into this stuff, then you kind of slip between the cracks. And I think there's some, uh, your, I don't know, our uniqueness if somebody doesn't know in college what to do with it, completely, then you're out. Right. And then you start thinking you're out. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, I don't know. It wasn't a great experience for me. 
going to college for theater. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like I just didn't even try to get in. Mm -hmm. So I sort of was on the periphery. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was interesting. Uh, A couple of years ago, I got asked to come back. I went to University of Tennessee, Knoxville for college. And they asked me to come back to give a master class. And it was so weird because I went back. And they have this huge theater. It's called the Clarence Brown Theater. And I told both the classes that I was teaching, I said, I did not set foot on this theater in college, in my four years of college. And now I'm back here talking to you all. So just keep that in your head as you all are figuring out what you're doing. I sat in the audience and maybe ran props for production. But... You know, it's it's not for everybody. Yeah. It certainly wasn't, yeah, it wasn't for me. So what's yeah. the best, uh, what's the best decade? <laughs> oh, yeah. 30s, I'll tell you what, definitely 40s. the 20s wasn't. Um, definitely um, now. Now? Just because I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's what I love to hear. You know, no, it's now. only going to get, it only gets I better. I hope it keeps getting better. Yeah. Yeah. It's only going to get better. Yeah. It's yeah. only going to get better because cause you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. That's why it gets better. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know whether it's like, it's just because you've been down these roads. There's Life is very repetitious. <laughs> and there's, oh, I've done this. Okay, I don't need to worry about that. That's right. not a big deal. It's because things don't seem as big a deal, maybe. Totally. And maybe get closer to kind of what's important. And it's definitely staying present and loving the people that, you know, you love. But we're so, I don't know, when you're younger, you're, what, trying to make it, trying to succeed. What is that? That doesn't even, what does that even mean? Yeah. You just feel like you're drowning, you know? And and that is so right that you're just like, look, you know, Jenny and I looking at each other (laughs) at 20 being like, how do I do it? What am I supposed to do? And just like trying to give each other advice, not knowing. I know. So, but... But you know what you're doing? These, I think the world of podcasts is amazing. I do, because it really does make everybody more connected. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, we're all in it together. What are we doing? Nobody gave us a guidebook and said, here, you're alive. We don't know for how long. (laughs) Good luck. Here you go. Good luck. So enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's stressful. <laughs> it's very anxiety totally. inducing. Totally. And then they don't really, you know, figure it out. And I don't know. I mean. Yeah. And if you're not having a good time in your 20s, you feel like you're doing something wrong. Because there is what you're saying, this idea of like, yeah. this is the time to party and like live your life. That's right. And like, That's exa- figure yourself yeah. out. Right. But well, it- now you've got everybody documenting how happy they are. I, totally. I mean, I didn't yeah. grow up with that. So maybe that's the biggest brainwashing is mm-hmm. Instagram. Maybe it- that's what it is. But I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that's a false representation for, for the most part. Sure. Yeah. And how do you... It's hard enough to navigate without that. Yeah. And then to see that and feeling like you're not living the dream. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like they're not either. Right. It's showing 5% of your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, right. And the good 5%. Yeah, you're right. The exactly. shiniest, exactly. funnest, coolest 5% to yeah. show. Yeah. 
and we all are on there, you know, looking at it. Like I see my daughter looking at videos of girls, I don't know, shopping. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and, and then I'm like, Gus, what are you watching? And then I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wow. Look what she bought yesterday. <laughs> I love her belt. And it, it's like you're, or you know, you, you're watching how people make a smoothie. Yes, you're saying all the things I watch, <laughs> smoothie making, right? clothing hauls, absolutely. That's right, and you're yeah. watching them, and it's like they figured it out. Right. They, and then you're making the same thing, and it's not nearly, doesn't look like I know, like when I did. make my smoothies, I don't feel accomplished, or... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, they have the right, I don't know, the fruit they're using looks better, yeah. the kitchen is like, it's just like, so that's now. Yeah. I mean, what do you do with that? piece i don't know i mean i i feel like i similarly with age i've become less and less involved in instagram i'm still watching it heavily but i'm less like here's my shiny happy (laughs) it feels like just a necessity for creatives to be like i'm doing something please pay attention to it i know (laughs) i'm trying to let people know if you've got work and you and and it it depends on Mm -hmm. that um that i get that Mm -hmm. it's just a it's amazing and it's terrifying yeah Yeah. you know it's both sides of the coin and i mean it's how you use it totally right if you use it like you know you want to celebrate the people you love and what they're doing and and draw attention to that and learn from different people like there are good ways to use it it's just so easy to (laughs) use it all the other ways yeah oh it's addicting right you know just like everything's a cult everything's addicting right (laughs) everything is a cult and everything is addicting the cult of instagram my instagram addiction (laughs) i mean it yeah yeah i mean it just you know it just is so you just are like I guess as you get older, nobody really wants to see what you're doing. <laughs> so that's lucky. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I don't need to post my great grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nobody cares. I hope to yeah. make it to a time yes. where I'm posting my great no, grandchildren. No, I know. But you know, it's like when you don't care. And maybe at that point, uh, who knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. with it anyway. Yeah. Hopefully it burns and dies. You and know we never that see it. it will somehow how implode on itself or something. I don't know where it goes. Yeah, it's going to go into our brains. Well, probably right. <laughs> yeah, I think. Stay tuned. Watch the space <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. So, so we okay. So we know we've all been brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. And these were some topics. Yes. Yeah. You. Yes. You, you did it great. You brought a lot of good stuff to the table. Well, okay, thank you. Really quickly before we jump into our last sort of game that we play. Yeah. So what happens? Like I eat raw vegetables and yeah, it destroys my insides. A lot of it. Kale. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, ta- talk us out uh, of raw vegetables. Uh, yeah. What you, do you well, saute I, them? What do you do? No, I'm now anti-vegetable. I'm not even <laughs> eating one. No, I'm out. <laughs> You're out fully. Not Done. a sa- no salad. No, I'm not. No salads are killing my stomach. Yeah. So I'm like, there's raw things in salads. I don't know. I see all the salads places. They're all over the place and acai and smoothies. And I'm just like all of them killing my intestines. I'm at, I am going straight to bread, 
baguettes. Quasi mm. <laughs> on tummy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like if something's supposed to be good for you, why yeah. is why it does hurting? Why it make you feel like that? Why Absolutely. is it hurting? Yeah. Vegetables are canceled. You heard it here first. <laughs> Connie Schulman cancels vegetables and salads for pain. <laughs> Sweet green found dead. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just, it's just me. It might not be your journey. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to abandon ship. I, I think I don't know what the, which vegetables it is. Definitely, um... Oh, food journal for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> to, to get a little data, it sounds like. Sort of pay attention. Right? Food diary. Yeah. <laughs> Writing down everything. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I will one day do that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Add it to my it list. It has to be really bad what's going on right. in order to go there. You're you're not where I am, <laughs> so don't try to compare them. I'm so sorry. No, I'm post-food diet. That's where I am. Okay, okay. So I've just gone rogue. Yeah. I'm like tan food for me. All tan. I mean, the classics. (laughs) The tan foods are the classics. You know what I mean? Skin of the baked potato. I'm still good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of, yeah. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Now, your last thing was scary to me. Okay. Okay. Because I didn't quite understand. (laughs) Yeah. And that's fair. A lot of people don't. Yeah. So, yeah. Jenny, kind of break it down. Okay. 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 So, it's just a little game we call casting. And essentially, we'll pick a category like raw vegetables and we'll cast ourselves as raw vegetables. Oh. And you would also cast us as raw vegetables. Yeah. And I know we don't know each other super well, but, you know, we spent some time together now. And you might look at me and say, potato. She's potato. <laughs> oh, or I whatever see what you're you saying. Okay, so yeah, is vegetable our topic? <laughs> it doesn't have our to be. can be anything. Our topic can be whatever we want it to be. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Have Do you pick the topic? Um, yeah, we can pick it as a community. Mm-hmm. We can, oh, that's um, nice. We all do it together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there uh, is there an area you haven't explored? Uh, we haven't done tan foods. We haven't done. <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> we haven't done. It's weird tan foods hasn't come up yet, but it hasn't. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. You could do. Have you done. So you've done food items or no? no? We've done Christmas appetizers, <laughs> but we haven't done sort of oh. vegetables as a category. All right, let's or fruits. Just, okay, let's do vegetables. Because fruits, you know, sometimes things that we think are vegetables are fruits. Yes, and maybe so we'll true. uncover that in our casting. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> someone will come okay, out. as vegetables. Well. Okay, okay, so, so yes, yeah, we all take just a moment. We'll take a moment in time. Are we thinking what each other are? Yeah. Yes. Oh, what, and if we all, what if we all said the same thing for well, each other? Well, then we're good casting directors. Yeah. Okay. But if we say different things, that's also good, too. Anything that yeah. happens is good. Okay, okay, that's nice. Okay, so let's take a moment here. Okay. okay. We, and we have to think out of the box, because we're all going to say broccoli. It's the only one we know. <laughs> They were all my broccolis. (laughs) Do do we say why we think that? Yeah. Oh, no. But you don't have to. You You can just look me in the eye and say, you're a potato, and that's it. Okay. All right. I'm going to go last here. Yes. That's great. Okay. Okay. I think Um, I... You know. Okay. I I think I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You start. Okay. 
I think Connie's a carrot. <laughs> I just feel sort of the sharpness of a carrot sort of coming in, cutting, uh. but with like a also sometimes baby. Sometimes you might be in a baby carrot form. <laughs> Oh, you can be roasted. I just feel that you're versatile and you're sharp, but in a great way. Yeah, I think that's excellent. Carrot. I, 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 Connie I'm the carrot. I'm taking the role. <laughs> um, amazing. I uh, gave myself eggplant, and <sighs> I, I feel I am a nightshade. Still not totally clear on what that exactly means, <laughs> but um, it grows at night. I think maybe sometimes I might be used as a sexy emoji in Ooh. certain scenarios. Yeah. Very Italian, very versatile purple. I'm very purple, I think, in energy. Mm. So yeah, I, I identify as eggplant. And then my Jeanette, I ultimately gave you Kale because oh. Kale has had a journey. You know, people said this is a Pizza Hut garnish and nothing more, but then kale persevered <laughs> became the hugest vegetable for many many years beloved and if we're going out you're gonna make us get a kale salad every time yeah, you're obsessed she's obsessed with ordering kale salads kale. for the table and uh oh, that's wow. the truth about jenny so that's where i landed wow wow Wow. I think that was excellent. Thank you so much. I think much. you'll be an amazing casting person. Thank you so much. Yeah. And that's why we do this game to sort of flex our muscles. Do you think you might want to go into that profession? No, Connie, I want to be actor forever. <laughs> Cast yourself in veggie tales. <laughs> veggie tales, you hear me? Okay, all right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> veggie tales, the movie starring Nicole Speciano <laughs> as eggplant. As eggplant. <laughs> okay, Connie, I give you celery. Wow. Because I feel you're an actor. You are you're <laughs> that a, means celery. You're a vessel. You know, celery is often used to get into that ranch, that blue cheese. It's transformative. Yeah. Well, you can put cream cheese in the celery you know, exactly. with a little paprika. Exactly. Ants on a log, okay. peanut ants butter and raisins. Oh, ants yes. on a log. Classic. Classic. <laughs> I feel like, you know, spreads. I see spreads, you just oh, inhabiting the spread. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I liked her. <laughs> I, I that's fair. That's fair. I the carrot. But... And that's, you know, why I'm that's the casting right. director. That's, that's all okay. right. Well, let's see how she does with us, okay, you know? Okay, go on. Okay, Nicole, I gave you tomato, which is something people often think is... Um, a fruit because it is. Oh, right? damn. Wait. <laughs> Wait. It's, it's the reverse. I was thinking people think it's a fruit, but it's a vegetable. <laughs> no, but I was thinking people think it's a vegetable, but it's a fruit. You're broken. I'm broken. Tomato is fruit. Uh -oh. Tomato is fruit. But people That's often okay for me to be as a vegetable. Yeah. As a fruit. Yeah. I gotta go. Um, look me in the eye and tell me why you think I'm a tomato. <laughs> This was not easy casting. <laughs> this was challenging. It really was. Yeah. All right. You know, easier. Yeah, I think similar to what you said about eggplant, um, Italian <laughs> nightshade. Italian nightshade. That's me, baby. <laughs> I okay. I see you chopped up, tossed in some olive oil, and <laughs> you see me chopped up. I oh, see God. you. Uh -huh. spread on a pizza i see you mm, put into yeah. a sauce i see you also versatile thank you in many ways um a beloved thank fruit you. or vegetable <laughs> tomatoes are they're i love tomatoes i yeah. mean a so, good heirloom tomato in the summer honey yeah. oh 
I can't get enough. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So ta- be grateful. I, I will take it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> better than celery. That's for sure. But. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> no, stringy and watery. Okay. Um, yeah, what you give yourself? <laughs> I still I gave myself cabbage. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so close to doing that <laughs> Gassy. Gassy. I feel like cabbage is what makes farts, and I'm often cast as the fart. Oh, that's... In this situation. <laughs> do you like that or hate that? I do like that. Okay, that's like you're laughing at yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like Somebody that. Somebody has to. Yeah, I think that I was giving you tater tot, and oh. that's not really a vegetable at all. Yeah, could be. But I don't care. I mean, it's core well, is vegetable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, rules are meant to break. Absolutely. And this is, these. you know, I'm just saying, no. um, you know, I love tater tots, mm. Um Something about, I don't know. It's. Connie <laughs> <laughs> just gestured to Jenny's sort of whole body and face and everything. Tater dot. I don't know, the coloring and just yeah. like. Yeah. Yes. You, yes. you know, and they're they're really crunchy on the out. Well, if they're done well. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say a good tater tot, okay. not one of those mushy ones. <laughs> Thank ones you. that are crisp on the outside because they. You know, well, they've been kept in the pan longer, and you just seem like somebody's <laughs> been kept in the this pan longer. Perfect, but the inside is just yummy and sweet. Yeah, and you've got a great inside. I know you just have a great heart. That's Thank for you. sure. Yes. Thank you. And you, I gave spinach. And <laughs> wow. It's really because your shirt <laughs> and that's and I have it's a... looking like spinach. Totally. <laughs> now. You know, you out there can't see, it's, but yeah. it's like got sort of a green, a lot of green. Mm-hmm. Now, and also because we were told, and this might not be brainwashing because of Popeye, Absolutely. that spinach makes you strong yes. and sort of empowered. Mm. And there's something very empowering about you. Uh, I, I think you seem like a very strong person. I love yes. that. I accept it. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, here's to your empowered and my tie-dyed green shirt. The, yeah, the there, there was some. Yeah, and and you, um, sweet and crunchy, and me watery and stringy. <laughs> what did you give yourself? What did you give yourself? Oh, I didn't do that. Oh, oh, what would I give myself? Okay, something very boiled down <laughs> to make it a digestion <laughs> so maybe like a brussels sprout mm. that's been really steamed so it's kind of mushy and i'm just saying that that i'm not a brussels sprout at all i don't even know what that is <laughs> there's like they've got layers to them they're they like do? onions yes. right you can yes. peel yes. them yeah, and I would like to say that i've got a lot of very lot of layers I agree. yes so I thank agree. you Oh my gosh! Wow, you you did it. You this did a great is, job. I Thank mean, you it, for indulging us. It wasn't as scary. Yeah, but I do think you, out of the three of us, you would be you the nailed best. It, I Thank think. you. Thank the you, everybody. Person. Thank you, everybody. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think you're both amazing. <laughs> oh, and we think yeah. you're amazing. Oh, you know what? Let's all be peas together. Oh, a little peas in a pod. That's what we are. We're peas in okay? a pod as a family. We're all peas. All right. <laughs> Well, on that note. Thank you note. for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank Connie. You. We love you. You're Thank a star. You. Thank you for coming to Thank Brooklyn. You. Thanks for having me do this. Okay. <laughs>